Today. 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 Today with Jeff Vines. Twice every weekday on Vision and on demand in the free Vision Christian Media app. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. And a good thing to welcome the Victoria State Director of the Australian Christian Lobby, Dan Flynn. Hello, Dan. Welcome back to 2020. Thanks for having me, Neil. Dan, it is pretty significant what's happening today and tomorrow. And being the first sitting of Parliament this week since the winter break, there's been a big lead-up to what is likely to happen with uh, marriage and the proposals that will be presented in the party room, not only the Liberal Party room, but then tomorrow the Joint Party room with the Liberals and the Nationals. Uh, What are your thoughts on how things are unfolding at this point? Uh, There's a lot of concern, I think, among Christian voters that uh, the Liberal Party is going to uh, put at jeopardy the promise to voters uh, to take marriage to a plebiscite. Uh, Their promise to all Australian voters uh, was that the view of the public would be heard on the marriage issue, was taken to an election. They have a clear mandate for that. There is a concern that the threat of uh, five backbenchers uh, to wrest control of the government, uh, basically from the Prime Minister, uh, may put at jeopardy uh, that promise for a plebiscite. And that will be discussed at the party room meeting this afternoon. Is it possible, Dan, that those five MPs, as you say, uh, potentially the, the capacity to wrest control of the government agenda, is it likely that potentially that... Uh, uh, that uh, the vote that wouldn't, you know, the anonymous uh, vote uh, would actually uh, change the direction of the the, the policy altogether. Uh, it is possible if they go down that pathway, um, they'll be the Liberal Party uh, have been uh, warned about the risk uh, of moving away from that. Most recently, by former Prime Minister Tony Abbott, uh, and uh, you know by other key ministers. Uh, trust is the greatest uh, asset in politics and if that is lost in this way uh, by a secret vote uh, which may be seen to be um, you know, quite unrepresentative uh, and unaccountable uh, untransparent in the circumstances, uh, that'll be a great shame for the Liberal Party uh, so it's expected that the Liberal Party uh, will hold the line today, will uh, retain their position as uh, complete support for a plebiscite, uh, take this issue again to the Senate, uh, which will put uh, appropriate pressure on the ALP, on the crossbench, uh, to support this government policy. Uh, Australians don't take it well to be told you'll have a say and then for that to be taken away from them. You mentioned the Conservatives in the Liberal Party and Tony Abbott. He's saying that Liberals are honour-bound to oppose a parliamentary vote without a plebiscite. In other words, a parliamentary vote is, yes, a possibility, but not before a plebiscite, not before Australians get their say. What are your thoughts about being honour-bound? Do the Liberals really hold to that? Well, I think they should. Um, And uh, they're facing a threat from five uh, MPs, backbenchers, who say, say they will cross the floor uh, because they want support for their private members' bill, uh, which we can talk about. Neil, it's, uh, it's, a, it's a flimsy uh, proposition in terms of religious freedom. Uh, 
But uh, Mr Abbott is right. Uh, he's right to say also that the cohesion of the government uh, depends on them holding this uh, promise. Uh, and uh, he, he's also right to point out, uh, as others have, uh, that um, uh, such a move uh, to suspend uh, standing orders by these backbenchers would constitute uh, the Prime Minister and the government losing control of the Parliament, um, all for this uh, selfish end uh, for some uh, of obtaining a, a gay marriage law. Uh, it would appear they don't care about um, uh, what party got them elected. Uh, they care about ob- obtaining this narrow objective. Is it fair enough to say, Dan, that the Prime Minister, who is a part of that moderate uh, section of the Liberal Party, uh, would be quite nervous about going into party room meetings today and tomorrow? Oh, look, I, I think he's a stronger leader than that. Um, uh, I think he will bring appropriate uh, a message to uh, the party room uh, that really the, uh, the Liberal Party can't blink on this policy uh, it was uh, taken at the last election. Uh, they've taken it up to the Senate once. They should take it up again, uh, and the Liberal Party shouldn't blink. And they certainly uh, shouldn't be hijacked uh, uh, by those who uh, place this agenda before the um, the cohesion of the government itself. Uh, so I think I think he will uh, uh, show uh, good, strong uh, leadership in this meeting today. Dan, the reintroduction of the original plebiscite bill, uh, that is uh, one of the possibilities. The other possibility, of course, is the the plebiscite light, the postal plebiscite, which doesn't need the permission of the Senate to go forward. Uh, What are your thoughts on how things might unfold uh, with these meetings today and tomorrow? Look, there is always a possibility that there will be a uh, postal plebiscite as a result of this. Um, uh, as you say, it's plebiscite light. Uh, it's uh, a fallback position at best. Um, uh, a benefit of that is it does enable the voice of the Australian people to be heard loud and clear. Uh, we would need to see upon what conditions uh, this postal plebiscite were launched. Um, but um, uh, it would at least, Neil, uh, give the opportunity for everybody to have a say uh, and for the government uh to, to hear these voices uh, and uh, to then vote accordingly. Uh, I think it's important that if the postal plebiscite indicates that Australians do not support gay marriage, then I think it's important that the parliament reflect uh, what is the result of that plebiscite. Now, there is actually a call to prayer and fasting this week for marriage in Australia. Uh, The call is, as I understand it, from sunset this evening to sunset tomorrow and uh, an important call to prayer and uh, one I imagine that uh, the Australian Christian Lobby would be supporting, Dan. Look, very supportive, Neil. Um, You know, uh, prayer is a key issue here. Uh, uh, This is a a struggle for the the heart of our nation. Uh, There's more than marriage at stake. Uh, If you take gender out of marriage, you take gender out of schools. Uh, you take gender out of um, language about gender out of the way we relate to each other. Uh, so uh, this is a fight for the very heart of our nation, and uh, these, uh, this call for uh, prayer and fasting uh, uh, is, is a great idea. Um, you know, there's something about praying and acting. Uh, there is uh, on the Australian Christian Lobby uh, 
platform website today, right at the top, a, um, a platform whereby people can communicate with their, their own Liberal and Coalition MPs today before today's four o'clock meeting. Uh, so that platform enables them to express their concern, uh, to um, ask the Coalition or their own Coalition MP uh, to keep their promise. Uh, so I've emailed my Member of Parliament, uh, who happens to be Kevin Andrews, uh, indicating uh, my concern and asking him to uh, provide a pathway to protect the definition of marriage. Uh, so people will uh, see that link circulating today. Uh, it's at um, acl.org.au. Uh, uh, keep your promise. Uh, that's, that's where that will be found, at the top of the ACL website. And Dan, is it fair to say that if you go onto your website, acl.org.au, and you find that link to contact your local MP, that's actually a very easy process, a very easy way to identify who your local MP is and to actually get an email off to him straight away? Yes, easier than that. You just put your name, uh, address, postcode in, and it will automatically identify your federal, uh, MP, your federal MP, who's a coalition MP, uh, and we'll send that on your behalf. Uh, just insert your message uh, in the text box, and away that goes. Uh, so they'll be very sensitive to uh, the views of people. Uh, your voice will uh, count. Uh, your efforts to communicate will be noted by these MPs, uh, and it's, it's probably the best thing we can do today, uh, as well as pray. We should pray and act on this issue. Uh, Dan, there's a number of other sideline issues that are going on. One of those is the resignation of a former head of the AMA, the Australian Medical Association, uh, in Tasmania, Chris Middleton. He's resigned because of a gross misrepresentation in their statement of support for same-sex marriage. Uh, Are you across that story? How significant is that one? Look, it's huge. I became aware of this over the weekend. Uh, what Chris is saying is that the Australian Medical Association has a massive amount of clout uh, in public debate. People assume that they base their positions on uh, medical evidence, uh, but he was pointing out uh, over the course of the weekend uh, that uh, it, it's political ideology that they're pushing out under the banner of AMA. Uh, some of the sources for their material, um, are in fact, uh, from newspapers. Uh, so he's very concerned about this. Um, he and other doctors are quite alarmed that the AMA uh, would say that this is a health issue. Uh, you know, the idea that uh, uh, two men or two women uh, should be able to marry. To be able to marry. Uh, so he's he's made an excellent stand, uh, and uh, there are many many uh, medical practitioners uh, who are behind him on that issue. Uh, Well, very significant when you say if there was change to the definition of marriage, you would take gender out of marriage, you'd take gender out of parenting, you would take gender out of schools. Uh, You could extend that and you could say you could take gender out of sport. The major ramifications, most people are not tending to recognise, and that's uh, my observation, because the mainstream media doesn't talk about the ramifications of what happens when you change the gender ideal. Uh, what are your thoughts on what sort of ramifications might be and that people are not necessarily hearing the whole story when they're listening to mainstream media? Yeah, we only have to see what's happening overseas. The idea uh, that um, men who wish to uh, identify as women 
um, uh, in fact, the other way around, women who wish to identify as men, having babies, the headline reads, man has baby. Well, it, it's a woman who has a baby, but um, no media outlet, uh, no mainstream media outlet uh, in uh, the UK or in the US can report that it's a woman having a baby because of the um, force that follows uh, these, this identity politics. That if um, uh, a man, uh, if a woman identifies as a man, uh, uh, she must be acknowledged as a man and to report otherwise uh, may you know, result in a newspaper being up before some sort of tribunal. So there's an iron clamp uh, which will enforce um, gender neutrality uh, that follows immediately behind the legalisation of gay marriage. Um, thankfully, we don't have gay marriage in Australia and Christians are doing the, their very best today to be heard on this issue, uh, not only Christians, uh, but also those who see um, gay marriage as having a very illiberal streak and clamping down on freedom of speech. Um, the bill that's proposed by these five backbenchers provides no relief uh, for those who would, you know, may be called upon to provide services to weddings. Um, there are bakers, uh, there are florists currently in the US courts, um, uh, school teachers who might say in class that I think marriage should be between a man and a woman. That would be um, a matter that would end, you know, result perhaps in their dismissal uh, or being taken to a tribunal. Uh, so. Uh, fortunately, in Australia, marriage is between a man and a woman. Um, let's do everything we can today uh, to see that that remains the case. Okay, today is an important day to speak up and make your voice heard. And as we heard, acl.org.au, that's the website for the Australian Christian Lobby, you can very easily identify your local MP and send them a message today and uh, and put forward uh, your opinion, your view on what ought to happen. Dan Flynn, thanks so much for taking some time to uh, update us on what's happening so far as this week's political agenda, and this will be the dominant issue on the political agenda. There'll be some other things that'll be talked about, no doubt, in the Parliament, but this one is the one that has the emotions of the nation uh, caught up. So, Dan, the Victoria State Director of the Australian Christian Lobby, thanks so much for taking some time to share your thoughts with us today. That's my pleasure, Neil. Thank you. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.